Welcome to Raw Radio. And we're live. We are. Takeaways, takeaways, takeaways. Always takeaways. Um, How did you enjoy the conversation with Armand? Brand new black belt. He uh, had a lot to say, which was great. Um, And uh, I enjoyed it very much. There was a a lot I took away from it. We were trying to decide what we were going to talk about here. And uh, we, we had different ideas uh, but then you know i think once we started sharing with each other um they kind of we decided we knew what we were going to talk about uh and that is sharing um and also building bridges by sharing uh bringing people together um we talked a lot about old school new school um jujitsu and the uh the dichotomy there and um you know he's somebody that uh, for people who, if you haven't listened yet, trains with two very, very different schools out in California. Uh, something that you wouldn't think would be acceptable. Uh, it's definitely not the norm. And um, he's able to do that, I think, because of who he is um, and because he's he's sharing things to make people and himself better rather than telling secrets, right? There's still some of that aspect in jujitsu. Um, and... Uh, and so I took away uh, sharing and building bridges. Yeah, and I think that was the big message for me, right? Forming bridges, not building walls. Right. Um, and if you listen to the whole story uh, from a higher level, you'll hear this um, theme all throughout this entire journey, from the very beginning to the very end. Um, and you mentioned he trains with Eddie Bravo and Henry Gracie, two very, very different um, academies with two very, very different cultures. He talks about the differences. He talks about how, um, what it feels like to be inside each of them. But then he connects the bridges, right? And he mm-hmm. builds the bridge. He forms the bridge between both of them. He talks about actually how he created a relationship between Hannah and Eddie on a business aspect. And, you know, I think more I think about this conversation we had with Armand, um, there's not a lot of people like him. I think there's a lot of people who have good intentions, but not a lot of people go outside of their, um, outside of their comfort zone to achieve the things that he has done. And a lot of people probably don't even know who Armand is. Um, he just received his black belt. Um, what a skilled individual from a jujitsu perspective. But the things that I learned from him today the most is it's not about him. It's about building the leaders, helping people connect um, and allow them to continue training jiu-jitsu. It's not about where you train. It's the fact that you train, period. Mm-hmm. Whether there are obstacles, there life throws curveballs at you. Um, you know, he is trying to figure out how to help people. And, there, and he shared several examples. Um, through the conversation, how he connected people that um, typically would not even probably they would not cross those paths on their own. And he went out of the way to out of his way to connect them and make those relationships because ultimately that's what makes the community. That's what makes the jujitsu community. And we often talk about the jujitsu community, but sometimes we forget the work that we have to do to really make that community what it is today. 
Yeah, I, we talked about the, you know, 30, 40 years ago, how schools, I think, just to, to survive had to be completely separate. You know, you, God forbid you cross train, you're going to steal secrets. But that was because it was so based on competition back then, right? Now you have competition over commerce here in this country. Um, so you don't want to poach students. You know, you don't want to show them. I think you were the one that said maybe the grass is greener on the other side at the other academy. You don't want to do any of that. Um, but you can go. I, you know, I can train here and I can go to another school and um, pick something up and add it to my game. Um, and in the process, if I am being an honest about it, if I'm being um, uh, upfront about it, having a good person go from one school to another back and forth, back and forth uh, is going to bring those two schools together. Right. And we can, because of the, the age we live in now, we can, we can build those bridges, make those bonds. Um, and we don't have to be adversarial. You know, you can go 30 miles down the road and train on Tuesdays and Thursdays and on Mondays and Wednesdays train closer to home. Uh, and everybody's going to come out the better for it. Yeah. And it's not easy. Let's just highlight this out there. We can't be naive about this, right? No. From a business perspective, nobody wants to lose clients. And a, and a personality from, perspective. Right, absolutely. And, you know, from an instructor perspective, nobody wants to lose students. You know, but at the same time, we do have to recognize the fact that our students are paying for the service. And, um, you know, if there's other opportunities that they can benefit from this and they can get better, in my eyes at least, that just makes me better. That makes my academy better because more skill my students have, more they will bring it back home and more others will benefit from them. And who knows, maybe one day that student actually will become a black belt and maybe they will become a leader. Maybe they will become an instructor and then how much more knowledgeable they would be if they yeah. train, they cross train, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, he said when he first started doing it, you know, he had the conversations with his instructors and uh, it just read um, He said he became more loyal when he was given permission to go some, someplace else that, you know, he wasn't kept on a leash. And it's like, yeah, just, you know, go learn what you can bring it back. If it, if that's okay, you know, if, you know, and, um, and he didn't. He said he didn't keep him on a leash, and because of that, he was able to uh, expand his knowledge. And now he's he's sharing that um, with everyone. And you know, he shared it here recently. Uh, he shared it with us on the podcast, um, and he's going to continue to do that. And by sharing all that, he's he's building these bridges between all these different um, affiliations and schools and and training partners. Um, and it's just going to make everybody uh, make a tighter knit community for us all. Yeah. And I think if we're honest with ourselves and with people who are involved, a very simple communication or very simple conversation and open communication really could, could take us far. You just don't know what the other person is thinking, even though they might be your instructor, you know, mm -hmm. even though there might be somebody you look up to, you know, but maybe a simple, simple conversation of, Hey, listen, I'm looking, how can I achieve this? I don't want to disrespect anybody. Or I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to make anybody upset, but this is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? And I think seeking that help really, really will take, um, take us far and open the doors for different opportunities and, and create new friendships. And 
live along the way, we get better skill set wise from jujitsu perspective, and then we become a better person. Then why not? That's a very different approach than doing something behind somebody's back, mm-hmm. sneaking around and being hush hush about it. And, and, you know, let's not, hopefully he won't find out or she won't find out. And there's a very, very different approach about this. And that's not necessarily what Arman was doing. He, he was very upfront about this. He was mm-hmm. very open about yeah. what his goal was. And it was simple to get better at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. He had no ulterior motives. Uh, and that is self-evident um, because you're being open. Um, there's nothing worse than keeping secrets because as soon as you plant a seed uh, in someone's head that you're doing something for, um, for you know, negative reasons um, and, uh, and then that line of commu- communication is gone, right? It's probably going to get cut off right away. And, uh, and then there goes the sharing, there goes the building of bridges. Um, you're going to put up a wall. You're not going to want to talk to that person. You're not going to trust that person, right? If he, if he out, out of fear, if he didn't talk to anybody about it, he just went and did it. People would have a different perspective about him, whether that it's true or not. Right. Uh, he would have been sneaky and, um, and he wasn't, and you know, he was open, honest asked you know i think he says during the podcast he was like just ask man you know if you ask they're probably going to let you do it well and there's one aspect of all of this that we didn't even touch on is the fact that the other person assumes as humans we assume things Mm -hmm. we create stories inside our heads and if we don't have a full picture painted in front of us we'll fill those gaps with something that our mind is taking us into and not only that's from student perspective but also from the instructor perspective we are humans we have to acknowledge that fact right if a, it, it, there is an instructor who hears and sees bits and pieces of information and that com- communication doesn't take place. They might start assuming and this just leads into a bad, bad, bad situation. Open communication, be approachable, be willing to approach, be willing to ask for help, ask questions. And I really, truly believe that at least you will know where you are and what's in front of you. From there, you can make decisions. They are the best for you because ultimately that's why we are here, right? We're getting yeah. on the mat to get better, to get better at jiu-jitsu, to be, become a better person, be a better dad, be a better husband, be a better brother, sister, coworker, manager, boss, whatever that is. We always trying to get better. Uh, I am. I don't know how well it's working out, but I'm trying. Well, you know, I think you're doing Baby just steps. fine. <laughs> I think you're doing just fine, right? What do they say? 1% increments. There you Make go. A huge, just huge, like my, huge difference. Just like my jujitsu, 1% one, 1% increments. 1% um, increments. Yeah, and, you know, he, uh, he said something um, that kind of hit home uh, for me. Um, and this is a little off topic, but we can work it in, is, you know, he when he was talking about, uh, Henner and Eddie's um, leadership styles, right? They're completely different, um, but um, they're, he, they're obviously giving people the freedom to move back and forth uh, to find out what works for them. And they can, at that point, um, start sharing the knowledge that they gained from both places with everybody around them. And then, you know, everybody, all both camps, both schools um, are picking things up 
it's going to bring them closer together. Maybe that guy's not so bad. Maybe I was wrong about the way he thinks, um, you know, and you can start picking out nuggets from, from, you know, the other side um, that, that you can bring into your own life and, uh, and hopefully uh, grow from it, make yourself a better person. And, and you, you, you nailed it right there. It, it, you know, being a leader is not telling people what to do is really understanding what they need and what they want and guiding them so they can achieve those goals. And sometimes, sometimes in a leadership position, that actually could go against what you think. And acknowledging the fact that you might have not been right, or this is not exactly how you envision this, but you're being agile enough to help people to become better versions of themselves as time goes on, is a huge, huge sign of leadership. Yeah, Forming I think that just now we're building walls, right? Right, and I think that um, as a leader, um, to be able to share um, when you when you can admit that you don't have all the answers, and you can let somebody go out there um, and experience something different, uh, I think that that's great, um, and and says a lot about your leadership skills. I agree. I couldn't agree more. That's you know, it's how- funny. When we started talking about the takeaway, you had leadership leaders. I had sharing, uh, and we thought we were going to just talk about sharing and building bridges. But I, it, it it's through. all, yeah, right. We, we bridged exactly those two topics, um, and I think they come together nicely. And we have uh, today, at least, we have uh, Armin uh, to thank for that. If you didn't listen to that full episode, make sure you dig into that. What a great story. What a great life story with um, lots of little lessons in there. If you don't know who Armand is, look him up. Uh, tell him hello. Say hello to him. Tell him good job and congratulations on a brand new belt, black belt he received it this week. Yep. Just a week away. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Gary. As always, it was what? fun. It was, it was, as always. All right, sir. Peace, and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care. Take care. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Take care.